Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Obviously, big headline yesterday is um, Evan Rachel Wood and other women accusing Marilyn Manson of abuse. Um, she basically opened up the floodgates yesterday when she said that Marilyn Manson abused her over the course of their relationship, um, in an Instagram post, Evan Rachel Wood, who is an actress, you might most recently know her from, um, Westworld. Thank you, Steve. Um, she said he started grooming her when she was a teenager and uh, horrifically abused her for years. She said she was brainwashed, she was manipulated into submission, and she's done living in fear of retaliation and slander or blackmail. This is interesting with the timing, too. Dawn, I, I don't know if you're, uh, you guys talked about this this morning, but she spoke before Congress in favor of a sexual assault survivor's Bill of Rights and said that, um, well, well, we've got a clip of what she said, but I think she was trying, they were trying to get the statute of limitations to be extended to five years instead of three years. Yes. And this was back in 2018. And, okay. Okay. So we're three years. My experience with domestic go. violence was this. Toxic mental, physical, and sexual abuse, which started slow but escalated over time, including threats against my life, severe gaslighting and brainwashing, waking up to the man that claimed to love me, raping what he believed to be my unconscious body. And the worst part... Sick rituals of binding me up by my hands and feet to be mentally and physically tortured until my abuser felt I had proven my love for them. In this moment, while I was tied up in being beaten and being told unspeakable things, I truly felt like I could die, not just because my abuser said to me, I could kill you right now, but because in that moment I felt like I left my body and I was too afraid to run, he would find me. I froze, and it was as if I could see myself from the outside, and for the first time in months, I felt something utter shame and despair. I had no idea what to do to change my situation, so I went numb, and soon I couldn't feel anything. I wasn't alive. My self-esteem and spirit were broken. I was deeply terrified, and that fear lives with me to this day. It's just heartbreaking that she's been living with this for so long because she's in her early 30s now. You know, he's in his early 50s now. Right. And some of the things that she describes in in one article that I was reading is just really scary. And I, you know, I can understand where, you know, you're still you're still developing who you're going to be as an adult. And Mm -hmm. then this person comes along and he's a rock star. He's a weirdo. You know, you want to be cool. Yeah, Yeah, you want to be. Uh, provocative and like why is she with that guy it's just it's just so sad i am so so happy to see the bravery of these women coming forward because otherwise these people would never be called out and they're living among us 
Uh, Marilyn Manson responded, mm-hmm. issued some sort of a statement on Instagram saying, obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. Mm. Okay. You know, she was in that movie 13. Yes. I was just looking that up, actually. That was um, in 2003, and it, it was... It was a look at, you know, that a girl darkness. who gets caught up in drugs, sex, and a very fast lifestyle mm-hmm. that was a pretty shocking movie for the time because, you know, society was coming to terms with the fact that kids who used to play with dolls are now exposed to stuff like this. Right. And so that put her, I think, in a vulnerable situation as an actress because maybe people saw her as people that are creeps saw her as a target i Mm. think because of of um her acting job and that which is outstanding by the way yeah absolutely she was very young um and i maybe it draw it drew attention to her in a negative way from people that were creepy you know what I mean? Yeah. I just have always thought that not to blame anyone or that she shouldn't have taken the role. I mean, certainly not. It's just that maybe that gave her some unwanted attention sure. from creepy people Yeah, in Hollywood. and then she was kind of like an edgier girl, like even on the red carpet, you know, she was kind of like had that little bit of a goth thing going on for a while. But I mean, this is just horrible. He's been dropped by his record company, Marilyn Manson. Yeah, they didn't take much time there. No, they they didn't. They made a a swift decision. Yeah. Yeah, he's also been pulled from Stars, is removing him from an upcoming episode of American Gods. Uh, There's a streaming service called Shudder that's scrapping an episode of Creep Show that he's in. Um, Jenna Jameson has also come forward and said some things about him. Um... I heard you guys talking about that this morning, how he basically said he wanted to burn her alive. Yeah. Mm. I read her book and I found the parts, the things that resonated with me, you know, were some things she said about Bruce Willis, Wesley Snipes and Marilyn Manson. You know, all three of those men, I feel like mistreated her. Really? Various Mm. degrees and Marilyn Manson she dated and, it was just I can't even talk about really what was went on with their sex life right. and why she was she didn't want to be with him anymore. You know, it's also it's also interesting how Jane, Jana Jameson had already talked about this, Jenna mm-hmm. Jameson, and how that went under the radar. Oh, sure. She had a book out that she was promoting and yeah. people could have, you know, people pull excerpts out of books all the time and then bring them to the tabloids or to light and write stories about them. But how long ago did that book come out? Oh, gosh. And because long? she's, you know, right. in pornography, it probably didn't even well, like, phase oh, anybody. Well, does it matter? You know, just like right. what she does with her body because right. she's made a commodity out of it. But it still isn't right. You know, it's... Ooh. Yeah. Could you imagine being in a position where you think and then say out loud to the person you're dating... I fantasize about burning you alive. I mean, that's like a very, very 
That is jacked up. Yeah, I that's mean, like, like that. Like, that is so disturbed. I think is the word I'm looking for. J- just like you need help. Oh, good is Golly, what comes Miss to Molly. mind. Yeah, it just it also makes me wonder, um, like the Shia LaBeouf story, mm-hmm. um, this story, the Army Hammer story. It makes me wonder what happened to them. Yeah. Like, why are you like sex that? with these violent things? Mm-hmm. You know, um, it makes you wonder if there was abuse in their childhoods or, you know, yeah, in, in their lives at some point that it's manifesting itself and working itself out this way. Now, let, creepy. let me offer something else, which might be a little left field. And it kind of ties into uh, Jenna Jameson indirectly, not not talking about what she's talking about with these guys. I'm glad that she's talking about that. But as you say, like, how could a guy, you know, may I have 60 seconds on pornography? Here sure. Yeah, here we go. Um, you know that I'm like just so deeply opposed to pornography, and I believe that it slowly, in particular, not only, not exclusively, but in particular, destroys the character of men. And so what we do is we treat it as though it is this innocent release for the guy just to have fun. He wants to fantasize. But having seen my fair share, so I feel like I know what I'm talking about here, it so objectifies the women, mm-hmm. all the time and so when we ask a question like what happened i don't even know that it's necessarily and it could be something traumatic that happened to them they may have been these people who are now abusing women may have been victims of abuse at that point but let's also not turn a blind eye to how culture allows these guys Mm -hmm. access to pornography Mm -hmm. to then whip up these ideas in their head Mm -hmm. because in porn it's the guy getting his way all the time all the time And so then it is if you think that, oh, my husband or my boyfriend or whatever just looks at porn and I'm sure it's fine. If you think that he is so strong mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever, that he has a firm block between that and that it doesn't spill over and that there's some bleed into what he now expects Mm -hmm. out of a sexual relationship with you, not to mention how over time he might start to value you less because as we talk about the commodification of one's body and this Mm -hmm. opportunity where I go, I pay my blank amount of money a month and then I get get off whenever I want to get off, however I want to get off. And that's just what it is. Um, the proliferation of it and how we have never, even in the midst of like the Me Too movement, I have thought there should be, someone should be saying something about porn. Like, is this factoring into how we yeah. are grooming men to think about oh, yeah. women? Mm-hmm. Grooming might be the wrong word there, but I'm saying they're over time in the shadows of their bedroom at night. Then the next day they go to work and they see women and you think they're just back to normal. There is this it's like a it's gas a leak that's happening in your head. Yeah. You know, what? and so, yeah, it, it irritates me because I've experienced it and it erodes your character. I just read an article about a, a movie called Pleasure mm-hmm. that's about porn and it is in variety. Um, I think you can rent it. Um, it's really a look at the porn industry. It's not a documentary. It's like a story style. But the the filmmaker immersed herself in the porn world. And she talks, the point of the movie is about how, it, and there's very little nudity in it, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. But it talks about, the, the message is really how porn has changed from something that was like, oh, here are two people having normal sex to what it is now, which is a lot of it is like, hate sex Mm -hmm. Mm because it's so out there and Mm -hmm. it's violent and Mm -hmm. you don't you know it's like people are being hurt but it's just like so many images and videos of like simulation of girls being 
basically raped, mm-hmm. you know, and that's a lot of what porn is now. And I feel like, you know, this army hammer story you know his wife just Mm -hmm. put a statement out and how she was unaware of this crazy side of him Mm -hmm. so she says she was like i wasn't Mm -hmm. aware but i'm listening i think there are people out there who go home to their wives and they treat their wives with respect and then go out and cheat on their wives and get their freaky deaky side out with a a mistress or some you know just some random woman so they can get that part and it's it's really disturbing yeah. yeah, it's really disturbing. I really hope that I I hope that this young woman, Evan Rachel Wood, and all of the victims. I just I hope that they continue to speak out and not be afraid anymore. Yeah, I think this is a like you said, it was very courageous of her to come Absolutely. forward about this, and it's just man. Well, one last thing on that. You know, I thought, oh, you know, she's a, she's a celebrity. Wouldn't you just say his name early on? But then you hear her talk about the fear that she lived in. And then you hear some of these allegations as to things that he was saying to her, to other people. And then you understand why maybe someone would talk but not dare name a name mm-hmm. until later because they had gone through really troubling, harmful, traumatic things in their lives right. that made them just think, it doesn't matter who I am. It doesn't matter if I have any Hollywood cachet or whatever. At the end of the day, he's a person, I'm a person. And if he gets mad, I'm afraid. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know? Yeah.